All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you don't know who I am, you're like, who's this crazy lady on the internet or who's this lady I'm listening to on the podcast? I am Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of MPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your uh, business paperwork together. So things like your articles of incorporation, your EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, contracts templates for clients and partners, brand protection strategies, hiring and training strategies. I help you do all of these foundational things so that you can set your business up for success. If you ever want to be able to scale and grow your business, if you ever want to be able to uh, get a, a line of credit for your business, to get a loan for your business, um, to be able to contract with the government, there are a lot of you know administrative things that you need to take care of. So that's why I'm here. All right. Um, now, if you're wondering why I'm qualified to help you with all of these things, I'm very happy that you asked. I'm a licensed attorney. I have been one for 15 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I am very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful, there are just some things that you need to know. There's no way around it. All right. So that's why I'm here. Okay. I'm here to help you out. So if you uh, need some legal guidance on your, on your business journey, contact you, go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. There you will be able to book a free 15-minute consultation if you are a first-time client. You will also be able to download the free Biz Launch Cheat Sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. Also at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, you will be able to access many of my digital products. Like this month, we are focusing on our Let's Get EIN numbers video training, right? Um, and... Also at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm is where you can subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast. So if you ever miss an episode, you can watch or listen at your leisure. And last but not least, at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, you can get your NPL Legal Dish merch, your mugs, your tees. The tees come in three colors, black, white, navy blue. You know you want one, all right? Go to Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm and go grab your NPL Legal Dish merch. Go set up your consultation. Let me take a sip of water. All right, that's enough about the business side. Let's get to why you you guys are here. You are here for the show, okay? Here is how the show works, just in case you don't know. So this year, we've added a segment. We've called it our NPL Nugget. Um, And what it is, it's a, um, a quick legal um, or business concept that I teach to you in a couple of minutes. Um, And then we go into our stories. Now, what stories are these? Where do I find them? I find them from everywhere. I get them on blog sites, news sites. I got Google alerts set up. up. You guys send me some. um, Wherever I find interesting stories that have lessons that we can learn as business owners, I pull them together and we come here and we discuss them, okay? So this is a time for us all to get involved. This is a time for us all to, you know, ask your questions, give your comments, as long as they are respectful, okay? Um, yes, so uh, I'm trying to think of, uh, is my intro done yet? Okay, all right, yes. So that is the intro. So we are going to get started 
Right about now. Um, so as you guys know, it is the month of February. And what happens in the month of February? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna leave you in suspense. We all know that February is Black History Month. Now we know it's Black History 365, but of course in February, this is when we really, you know, give special attention to people who have made, uh, you know, remarkable contributions to, um, to, to Black culture or to, to American culture because American culture is tied in with Black culture, okay? Um, and in my part in celebrating Black History Month, I want to promote black businesses that I myself have utilized, that I myself have, have purchased from, have gotten serviced from, um, and that I feel, you know, provide quality work. So that is what I am doing all month long. And tonight it is a, a repeat, um, a repeat business, but it, it stands, uh, it, it bears repeating because this is something that we all need. Uh, y'all know I have my insurance bay Labe Insurance Agency. Um, she is a an insurance broker based in the DMV area, meaning DC, Maryland, Virginia. She does all lines of insurance, so life, disability, property, casualty, car insurance, all of that. She's not tied to any single company, so she can get you the best rates. She handles all my insurance. She handles my Toby really. She handles my car insurance. She handles my, you know, my, my life insurance, all that stuff. So I'm not just saying it because she's my insurance, but I'm saying it because I actually use the services. All right. Um, so if you are looking for uh, better insurance rates, go check out Labe Insurance Agency. All right. Uh, so moving on to our NPL nugget of the evening. Now, um, I had planned on asking y'all questions uh, tonight, but y'all seem to be lollygagging a little bit. I'm kind of in this thing by myself, but that's okay. Cause I started this thing by myself and you know, I remember when there was nobody in these rooms and I was talking to nobody just like now and I still kept going, but that's all right. Um, so for those of you who are watching the replay this month, we are covering EIN numbers. All right. Now, um, what we're going to do today very quickly is just go over what we've covered this month, just in case you've missed any of the broadcast. Okay. So we here talk about EIN numbers all over the place. What is an EIN number? An EIN number, it is a nine digit identification number that the government uses to identify your business. All right. That is how the government, it's like your business's social security number, right? Why do you need this? nine nine digit uh you know identifier why can't you just use your social security number you need your ein number if you want to do things like build business credit you need to have an actual business and not just be using your social security number you need an ein number so that you can pay employees if you're going to be hiring people you're going to have to file taxes you're going to want an ein number you also need an ein number if you want to open a business bank account, because they're going to need to know that your business is actually established and they're going to want your paperwork. Um, there are a myriad of other reasons, but EIN numbers are very important. Uh, another thing that I want you to know about EIN numbers is that they are absolutely free to get as long as you know how to apply for them, right? Um, you just need to know where to go on the IRS website. Now, if you don't know how to apply for one and you need somebody to teach you how to apply for one, I got something for you. I've got my Let's Get EIN Numbers um, video training. It is a uh, if you go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, it is the first button. We will go through, you know, the ins and outs of EIN numbers. And not only that, I take you to the actual website and we apply for an EIN number together. All right. So go pick up your EIN number workshop on today. All right. So let's move into our stories for the evening. Where y'all at? 
where are y'all it's tuesday and it's still it's still a panoramic outside where y'all at (laughs) okay i'm just kidding all right our first story of the evening this is a cautionary tale um to all of you creatives you know who who work a nine to five now we all know that you know sometimes we have to multitask a lot of us are working on you know our side hustles while we're at work we're working on our dreams while we're at work but if uh, depending on your job you may want to uh you know work on your dreams at home um Sometimes, depending on the job you have, your job will make you sign an agreement saying that anything that you create, anything that you invent while you're on the job belongs to your company, right? Um, I remember a friend of mine was working for a large, um, a large health center um, conglomerate, a, a large gym conglomerate, and they were, you know, hired as a manager, and they asked me to read over their employment contract, and I did. And in the contract, it said that anything that my friend created while, you know, they were working for that company, you know, if if they designed some type of post or anything, it would belong to the gym. And my friend said, you know what? No, I'm not creating anything because that's my stuff. I want to keep it. Um, There is a gentleman. Now, usually we don't talk about stuff overseas, but this is a universal lesson to all of you out here. There's a gentleman in London by the name of Michael um, Pendle... uh, Pendle Urek, right? And Michael, he works in digital forensics. And apparently, he created a computer program while he was on the job at his company, right? So, you know, he's created his computer program. He's like, oh, shoot, this is going to be fire. I'm going to, you know, license this out. I'm going to make millions of dollars. The company finds out and they say, oh, thank you for creating this for us. We love this program, right? So Michael went to the court and said, um, excuse me, can you please tell my boss that the, the program that I created, uh, you know, it's my program that I own it. And hey, Nessie time. And the judge said, uh, what do you think the judge said when this gentleman went to the um, went to him and said, can you please tell my boss that this program that I created while I was on the job belongs to me? What do you think the judge said? Mm-mm-mm. What do you think the judge said? Hey, <laughs> um, I'm not going to leave you in suspense. OK, the judge said, uh, sorry, Michael, your job actually does own this program. When you signed up for this job in your employment agreement, it said that, you know, the company takes ownership of anything that you create while you are here. Now, whether you meant this for your company or not, you did create it while you were at your desk. So it belongs to your company. So for all of you out here who are working on, you know, your side dreams while you're at work, I want you to be very careful. Read your employment contracts because this gentleman, I'm sure he signed his employment contract and had no idea that he was signing over the rights to whatever he created. Created. If you, um, you know, make sure that your employment contract doesn't state that whatever you create on the job belongs to your employers. And if so, work on your, uh, work on your, uh, on your ideas at home. Okay. So that is just a word of caution to all of you amazingly creative people out there. All right. Okay. Um, moving on to our second story of the evening. Uh, if you have heard of Tinder, please give me a T in the comments. If you have heard of Tinder, please give me a T 
in the comments. All right. Uh, if you don't know what Tinder is, it is a uh, social uh, app that is meant for dating. People, you know, they can swipe right and swipe left and decide, you know, who, and if you two match up, you know, you can figure out if you want to take the conversation offline, right? So it's a dating app. Tinder is a dating app, right? And of course, Tinder has a trademark for their dating app, which is like this little flame emoji that says Tinder, right? But Tinder is apparently branching out. Tinder has filed an application for a trademark for the phrase Tinder made. Now, what do you think Tinder is trying to, uh, what, what, um, what areas, why do you think Tinder is, is trying to do this thing called Tinder made? What might Tinder be trying to do? right? What do, what do most businesses do when they want to get the word out about themselves? Why is Tinder trademarking this phrase Tinder made? You got a guess? Um, hey, Sincere39, anybody got a guess? Uh, again, I won't hold you in suspense, all right? Um, so Tinder, apparently, they're getting into the merch game. They have filed a trademark for the phrase Tinder made. They want to make phone covers, phone cases, phone stands. They also filed a trademark for Tinder made for lights for use for mobile cameras, so like a ring light. Um, they also want to get into merch, so that they're going to make you be making T-shirts and sweatshirts, backpacks, pack uh, accessories, all of those things, right? So this is a perfect example of how you expand your brand and, you know, and, and, and trademark categories. Tra Tinder's original trademark was for a social app, uh, you know, um, a social app, uh, uh, that connects people, right? But that trademark doesn't cover merchandise. It doesn't cover phone covers. So they have to extend their trademark or file another one so that they can have this trademark for merchandise and apparel and things like that, because those are different classes of goods that don't come under their app. Okay. So this is a perfect example of how you expand your brand. So, you know, if you're ever at a festival, you know, whenever the world opens up, please God, um, you know, you might see some Tinder merch out there. Okay. Some, some free be some backpacks and you know tote bags whatever y'all not look i love going to festivals and getting like you know that free branded merch i that's all the pens i have in my house okay <laughs> but is anybody here interested in tinder merch if you saw some tinder merch let's just say they were giving it away would you be proud to rock a tinder phone case or a tinder t-shirt would you do it would you do it would you do it would you would you come on guys come on come on come on come on all right you know if i went to a festival and i saw tinder merch i would take it i would wear a tinder t-shirt to work out or to go to sleep or something or you know if they had a tote bag i love me a tote bag um but yeah i i, I would i would rock it if it was free <laughs> All right, uh, moving into our third story of the evening. Before we go into that, 
I want to remind you guys that you are watching NP, NPL Legalness. Nessie Time said that she would rock the Tinder merch. All right, yes, solidarity. Um, I want to remind you guys that you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you are in the startup phase of your business and you need some legal guidance to get your paperwork done so you are official out in these business streets, I want you to contact me. Go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and book your free consultation today. And also make sure that you download the free biz launch cheat sheet. All right. Okay. Uh, commercial done. <laughs> Moving into our third story of the evening. Uh, if you have heard of the Proud Boys, please give me a P in the comments. If you have heard of the Proud Boys, please give me a P in the comments. If you do not know the Proud Boys, they are a conservative, alt-right, white supremacist group. I believe that they were the... Uh, I believe that they were the orchestrators of the attack on the Capitol on uh, January 6th. Um, they are, thank you, Sincere39, they've been, they've been labeled a terrorist group in Canada, um, you know, and they're just generally out here causing mayhem and being destructive. Um, what you may not know, thank you, Nessie Time for the P. What you may not know is that the Proud Boys actually have a trademark. The Proud Boys name is actually trademarked. It was trademarked actually by an, by an attorney. Um, but in a an interesting turn of events, this person who owns the Proud Boys trademark, he is surrendering his registration, meaning he is saying, I don't want this trademark anymore. Please take it away. I don't want it. Uh, the owner of the Proud Boys trademark apparently doesn't want to be identified. He said that um, because, you know, the Proud Boys became more and more, have become more and more toxic since November 2020, he no longer wants to be associated with them. So he is surrendering his registration. So I want to know from you guys, while this is, you know, I guess a reasonable reason to turn in the registration, do you think that he's doing this because he, um, and granted, you know, I don't know who this guy is. Do you think he's doing it because of the publicity or do you think he's doing it because he's had a change of heart about his beliefs? Do you think he is surrendering the registration for the Proud Boys because of the negative publicity or because he's had a change of heart about his views? Because he, like, he spent money on his trademark. He got it done, and now he's, he's telling the government, I don't want this anymore. I don't want to be associated with this. Sincere39 said he's, it's probably the bad publicity. I definitely think it's that, especially if he's an attorney and people find out that you are not only associated with the Proud Boys, but you own the trademark. Depending on the person, that could cost you a lot, right? So... The Proud Boys uh, registered trademark is about to be no more. Nessie Time said negative publicity. Absolutely. Um, the Proud Boys are absolutely a terrorist organization, and nobody wants to be associated with them. They're gross. They're, they're like, you know, like, and again, when you have a trademark that represents your brand in the marketplace, when you guys hear Proud Boys, what three qualities come to your mind? 
what, tell, tell me in the comments right now, when you hear the name Proud Boys, what three qualities comes to your mind? For me, it's racist, uh, elitist, and violent. Those are the three qualities that come to my mind. Is that, uh, is, are those the qualities that anybody wants to associate with their brand? Tell me, what do you think about when you, when you hear the, the, the phrase Proud Boys? Hmm? Because for me, it doesn't, it doesn't evoke any positive emotions. Um, Nessie Time said, uh, the three words that comes to mind when she hears Proud Boys are slaves, beatings, and racist. Okay, so I'm with you on the racist. And I'm with you on the beatings, because they be violent out there. Um, but yeah, the Proud Boys trademark, it is no more. It is being surrendered. Uh, the owner of it is like, I don't want no more. Get this away from me. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't want to be associated with this anymore because this mark, this name, this brand doesn't align with me. It doesn't look good on me. It doesn't shine a good light on me. This is why people are so adamant about protecting their brands, right? They don't want negative publicity. Cynthia 39 said same thing. White supremacists, racists, terrorists. Right. Okay. So I think it's definitely a great move for the owner of the Proud Boys trademark to turn it in. Um, and let's hope he also turns around his views. Uh, I don't hold out much hope for that, but you know, small steps. Okay. Um, now we have one final story for the evening. Oh, wow. We're going to be finished really early tonight. We have one final story for the evening, and this has to do with, um, the fashion world. Okay. Um, now we know that, uh, Desi time said it's going to start messing with his paper. Absolutely. Like if you, if you have on paper that you are, you know, the originator of the proud boys, there's a lot of doors that are going to be shut in your face. All right. Okay. So our final story of the evening is with the house of Chanel. Um, now we know Chanel, you know, they're, they are a luxury brand, a high end brand people, you know, they go crazy for Chanel bags and whatever. Um, and Chanel is very, uh, they're very consistent and adamant about protecting their intellectual property. Uh, I would say quarterly, they take out an ad in the New York times to let people know that Chanel is a registered trademark and you can't just use their name out there. Right? So all your friends out there who are selling Chanel stuff on Etsy, let them know that Chanel does not approve. Um, and Chanel does not want people repurposing their things either. There is a company out here called Shriver and Duke, right? And what they have been doing is they have been taking buttons from Chanel outfits. You know, maybe they purchased them at thrift stores or, you know, maybe they had something in the house. They take the buttons and they make them into costume jewelry, right? Um, and Chanel is suing this company. They're saying that this is trademark infringement, that they are violating Chanel's trademarks by taking these buttons and repurposing them into costume jewelry. So I want to know from you guys, do you think that Chanel is doing too much or are they just protecting their brand out here? Because what this company is doing, maybe, you know, they find an old Chanel sweater, they take the button, maybe they put a border and a chain on it and they're like, here, come get this necklace. Do you think that that is violating Chanel's trademarks? Does Chanel have a valid argument here or are they doing too much? 
What do you think? For me personally, I think that as long as the, 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 the company Shriver says, you know, repurposed Chanel items not associated with Chanel, then they should be fine. But Chanel is very, very, like, prickly about people using their stuff. Sincere39 said they're just protecting their brand. Okay, so Sincere39 is on Chanel's side. Um, I can see both sides of this. I just think that if, depending on how Shriver and Duke market this costume jewelry, if they're marketing it as Chanel costume jewelry, then that's an issue. But if it's just, you know, repurposed jewelry using, you know, I don't know, what do they call that? What do they call that? Upcycled Chanel pieces or whatever, maybe they can find a way around there. But I think Chanel definitely, they have every right to be like, hey, you're taking our stuff and reselling it. And we have, you know, outlets for that. So I don't care if you're putting a, a, a necklace on it. It's still our stuff and you're violating our trademarks. So Chanel and Shriver and Duke are going to be going at it in the courts. We don't have um, a, a, a judgment as of yet. Nessie Time said, yes, they're protecting themselves. But um, when they have an update, I definitely will um, let you guys know about it, okay? All right. So we got through tonight a lot faster than I thought that we would. Um, I just thought there'd be a little bit more discussion, but apparently y'all are busy. <laughs> but that is okay. I understand, you know, every night can't be a sold-out night at Madison Square Garden. Um but I want to thank you guys who did participate and who were here with me. Y'all be holding me down. I'm Sincere39 and Nessie Time. I want to thank you for your participation. I want to thank you for your commentary and your questions. For those of you who are watching the replay, thank you so much. Um, I will be back here tomorrow night with more stories. Uh, what else? Uh, make sure that you are going to book your coaching sessions. I know a lot of you look. It's 2021. We have finally got out 2020, all right? And y'all want to hit the ground running? Oh, hold on. Nessie Time has a, a question or, or a, a, a comment. Nessie Time said, back to your other story. When people ask me about designing designs, I always tell them the design will belong to Rise of Dark Dawn. Okay, so Nessie protects herself. She has agreements with her clients. Hey, BG Crosby, nice to meet you. Thanks for coming on. We're kind of coming to a close, but you can definitely watch the replay. Um... So Nessie Time protects herself. Nessie, she makes uh, she she makes um, custom items. She designed my T-shirt. She's the one who designed these mugs, right? So when I entered into an agreement with Nessie, I signed an agreement saying that what she creates for me, that design belongs to her. Now it belongs to me too. You know, I can go and remake it, but, you know, if Nessie wants to use it to promote her business, she has that right because she's retained that right because she told me about it, right? So, um, so, and that's going back to that guy who, you know, created his, uh, program while he was at work. Protect yourself, all right? Especially if you're a creative out here, let people know, you know, that this is my design and I'm keeping it, all right? Um, yes, so... Thank you very much for that, Nessie Time. And if you guys need merch, y'all, Nessie Time is the bomb. She makes the process so easy. She's so professional. Her prices are so reasonable. And, like, look how cute this is. Are you kidding me? Um, but, yeah. So, 
We are going to close out here. BG Crosby, please go back and watch the replay. Um, I want to thank everybody who's going to watch, everybody who participated. We'll be back here tomorrow at 8 p.m. Make sure you go to Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm and catch up on everything that is happening at NPL Consulting. All right. Make sure you're getting your merch. Make sure you um, book your one-on-ones. Make sure you're getting the biz launch cheat sheet. All right. Um, but Yes, yeah, so this is where I'm going to leave you. Good night, parents. Good night, Joey. And I'll see y'all tomorrow. Bye-bye.